wood flooring. If you've ever driven a tractor, you're her friend. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Oh, I imagine a lot of you are going to be driving, probably starting a little bit later today. Good Friday morning, everyone. I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke, headed into Memorial Weekend. I'll see you tomorrow morning at the Green County Breakfast on the Farm as we start kicking off our June dairy celebrations a little early. We're also going to give you an opportunity for more tickets to that American Family concert that's coming up on June 9th. I got a couple more pair that you'll be able to attain. We're speaking about Farm and Industry Short Course. Registration's now open at its new location at UW River Falls. Details available on our website if you want to jump to it, midwestfarmreport.com, or stick around, and we'll talk more about it. We're also going to be talking about uh, purchasing paradise. You know, there's a lot of folks that maybe have a campsite or a hunting ground that they really enjoy, really love. Then you get the opportunity to buy it and find out that your lender doesn't want to touch it. Our friends from Compure Financial will touch it, but they're going to explain some of the ins and outs you need to know when it comes to purchasing raw land, like that recreational land. Stick around. Lots to try to get in this morning. Let's talk about this weather forecast because a lot of people want to be in the great outdoors this weekend. It looks like it's really going to cooperate. Honestly, it's one of the best Memorial Weekend forecasts I've seen in a while. For today, we are looking for partly sunny skies. We're going to top out around 74 degrees. So again, getting a little warmer compared to earlier this week. Saturday, sunshine and 77. Sunday, partly sunny and 81. Memorial Monday, partly sunny and 83. Then we hit the heat by Tuesday. We'll bounce up to 87. Wednesday, potentially 90 degrees. Farmers deal with a lot, including long days, stress, and fatigue. This is your reminder to take breaks, stretch, have a snack, and hydrate your body. Avoid farm accidents by keeping yourself healthy. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn how Rural Mutual supports Wisconsin farmers and prioritize safety on the farm. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. The month of June really kicks off the summer storm season, and now is the time to make sure your farm's electric grid is prepared. I'm Stephanie Hoff from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Aaron Robarge joins us in studio. He's a master electrician with all comfort services out of the Madison area. And Aaron, you can start by reminding us why storms can cause problems with our farm or rural homes electricity. Probably the main thing is lightning and grounding. Those are going to be kind of the most affected items uh, in an electrical storm. You always want to make sure that you've got uh, good surge protection on your electronics, things like that. But I mean, mostly for farms, grounding is probably going to be the biggest thing that can uh, be affected by storms. So how do you know if your farm's electric grid is ready to handle what's to come this summer? Well, there's certain signs you can look for. Age is probably the number one. If your electrical system is old, uh, we would always suggest getting an electrician in there to take a look at it, do an inspection, kind of look at all the components and just make sure things are working right. A lot of times with farms too, you'll find that uh, certain shutoffs and things in barns, uh, they get full of hay or dust or dirt and things collect in there, can create heat, can cause a potential uh, uh, safety hazard. So those are things that we would look at and try and keep cleaned out and, and, and things that are good. Also, you know, just from a homeowner standpoint, just really age. Um, and when's the last time it's been looked at? That's always a good question to ask yourself um, and then kind of proceed from there. I like your comment about the debris being a safety hazard. Can you tell us why? 
Sure. So a lot of things uh, with electricity generate heat. Um, anytime that you're using power, you're generating heat to some degree. Um, and inside those uh, certain disconnects and switches, um, if you do get dust and debris, debris in there, though we don't like to scare people by using the F word, but fire is possible. So that's kind of one of the things that we want to make sure is clean, safe, and, and hazard free. Is there a telltale sign as a homeowner, as a farm owner, that you need to have work done? Sure. Um, a lot of things, uh, flickering lights, uh, if you notice any humming from things, uh, there is uh, what we call an electrical smell. Um, you can kind of tell there's that, that smell that you'll smell, like say an electronics got too warm or something like that. There is kind of an odor that electronics give off if they're, if they're generating too much heat. So those are some signs that you can look for as a homeowner to so say, oh my gosh, I need to get an electrician here ASAP. How soon in advance should you be calling? You always want to give us at least a couple weeks in advance. Uh, however, emergencies happen and we're ready to roll anytime. Uh, that's one thing I will say is really great about our company is we're very fast responsive uh, to, uh, um, to emergency calls and things along those lines. So there's ways to be prepared for the storm, but storm comes, let's say the power does go out. Now what? Well, depending on what you're doing on your farm, if power is an absolute necessity, we would always recommend a backup generator, uh, something that can handle the load uh, that you need, uh, depending on whether you're running a dairy, uh, if you're running poultry, whatever it is that you're doing. There's different types of power requirements and needs for those different situations. And so we would always recommend having an electrician come out. We can size those prop, uh, uh, generators for you properly um, and make sure that you're not without power or stranded. I'm going to take a bet and say that some generators on people's farms are older than I am. I'm about 25 years old. (laughs) How do you know if you have the right generator for your power load? Sure. So we kind of look at equipment like that, like your car. Um, When does your car start giving you problems? Uh, What kind of preventive maintenance are you doing? If you don't do the preventive maintenance, the lifespan is shortened. If you do the preventive maintenance, the lifespan is expanded. So it's just a matter of being on some sort of program. We suggest with generators, again, every other year. The newer generators are actually self-diagnostic. They can test themselves and give you a report through Wi-Fi right to your email. There's some really great technology out there nowadays. But if you've ever got any concern or even just an idea, hey, maybe I should get this checked out, give your electrician a call, give us a call, and uh, we can take care of it for you. So uh, we're no stranger to supply chain disruptions that's kind of been happening since the COVID-19 pandemic. Anything happening in an electrician's world where supply chain is an issue? Maybe it's delays on getting generators. Maybe it's other equipment. Just what should consumers be aware of when they start placing these orders to prepare for storms to come when it comes to the supply chain? That's a great question. Uh, So many things have changed in the past few years, as we know, with the supply chain and just the way people do business. Things are very different. Uh, With anything like this, we're about a year in advance that we need to know for certain things to make these things happen. In emergency situations, we can usually bring things in a little bit quicker, but mostly Generac, uh, some of the bigger names that are out there, they're, uh, depending on the size of the generator, that is, and depending on all the situations, sometimes they're up to a year out. Uh, So if this is something, again, that you're concerned about, give us a call. We can always find temporary solutions. There's always a temporary solution, but for the permanent fixes, sometimes we need a little more planning these days than we used to three years ago. If your generator can't handle powering all the operations on a farm at once, what strategies do you recommend to spread out those load requirements? 
Absolutely. There's there's a lot of different options, and depending on your situation, we can propose those options to you. But yes, there is what's called load shedding, and there is a way that you can take a smaller generator and still make your farm able to work. Now that requires a little more work from you, um, but like a, a whole like you know one that could control your whole farm, that would be completely automatic. You don't have to do anything; it just happens. There's about a thirty second delay, and then the generator's running everything for you. Um, with the smaller, more portable generators, if you're carrying it around, plugging it in, obviously there's fuel that you have to continuously maintain, um, and then also just the the work of getting the generator from A to B, plugging it in, all the hookups and transfer switches. For folks who are in the market for a new generator, like how is generator size measured and how does that compare to like, let's say I've got a 50 cow dairy or a 500 cow dairy, what do the sizes look like for that? Sure. So that's going to depend on the electrical service coming into the building itself and what your power requirements are. We can get generators anywhere from what's called a 3K or 3,000 watt generator, which is very small, all the way up to you can get 300 kilowatt that are massive that could power a skyscraper. So, I mean, and anything in between. So whatever your power requirements are, we can meet those needs. What does price look like for a, a generator? So, and that greatly depends as well. Um, So, you know, if you're looking for a little bit cheaper model, not going to give you as much longevity, kind of, again, we treat these things just like we would an automobile. If you buy a lower end vehicle, it's not going to last you as long, give you great performance for a few years, if that's what your budget allows. Um, But we would always recommend going with the bigger brands, the better brands, the longevity, the better warranties and those kind of things, the the good upkeep and all of that stuff. So hard to kind of say like price range because it varies so much. But uh, if you ever got any questions, just again, contact your local electrician or give us a call at All Comfort Services and we can help you out. Aaron, another thing I wanted to ask you about too is many farms are looking to make expansions this year, adding on to a building for more animals or maybe another uh, barn shed or something like that. What's some advice from you as our master electrician here today on what farmers should be thinking about when they're making these expansions and how that's going to impact their electrical grid? Absolutely. So before you start planning, I would always talk with an electrician and make sure that what you're going to do is able to, that there's enough power available for that expansion. A lot of people, you know, say, oh gosh, well, you know, I've got all this power, it's fine. You know, my panel's not full, but you may not have enough power available to be able to supply all the things that are coming with the expansion. The theme of this conversation is all about getting ready for the severe storm season, but a Wisconsin summer also comes with some hot days. How do high temperatures impact electrical power? Anything that's using electricity will generate heat to some degree, and all of our ampacities and wire, that's the amount of current, if you will, or volume of power that can be carried, that number shrinks because the wire, the hotter it gets, the higher the resistance gets. So heat can definitely affect equipment. If you've got things that are in direct sunlight on a 90-degree day, it's going to run a heck of a lot harder than it would on a 40-degree day in direct sunlight. It's really just a a matter of making sure that your system is set up properly, making sure that you're not overloading things and not playing the, yeah, I can get away with it game and really just make sure that you know what you're doing is safe. And lastly, Aaron, I'm just curious, what are some of the needs that you're seeing from some of your rural customers this time of year? What's trending? 
all the time is power. Um, most of the farms are undersized as far as their electrical systems go. We see it all the time where, you know, we're constantly tripping breakers. We're constantly having this issue or, you know, my well was down and I didn't even know it. Things like that. We run into a lot of old systems, too, that haven't been updated these are all things that, that uh, farmers should definitely be aware of is how much power do I have and is it enough? And there you have it. Whether it's a generator, new wiring, or an electric grid expansion, there's action you can take today to keep your farm running smoothly even during electrical storms. Master electrician Aaron Robarge in studio with us. He's with All Comfort Services out of the Madison area. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Stephanie Hoff. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. You know when you've really made it? When you finally have your own place and you can decorate it the way you want. Your Aunt Betty used to sleep on that old couch. It's time to turn drab into fab with lazy luxury from Lazy Boy Furnishings and Decor. That chair, it belonged to the dog. Time to start styling. Lazy decorators love Lazy Boy. Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor, Madison, East Springs Drive near East Town Mall. There's a race going on inside your body, and sometimes the bad guys, otherwise known as arthritis, get there first. That's when the joint pain kicks in. Your healing process is just too slow and just can't catch up, and it needs just a little bit of help from QC Kinetics. That's Dr. Daniel Zuckerman, a QC Kinetics medical director. We all know that you can heal yourself. If you get a cut, it heals on its own. Your joints are no different. We can take the healing properties from your blood, concentrate them down, and put them in the spot that you need the help. It's amazing. Your body can heal itself. At QC Kinetics, that's called regenerative medicine. No surgery or steroids, just lasting relief, the natural way. The fact that we can treat them without surgery, but using their own body's natural healing process, without medications, without steroids, without surgery, it's just amazing. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 608-319-1750. That's 608-319-1750. 608-319-1750. Shopping for that special someone can be hard. You want to make sure that gift is perfect. Jewelry is always a great go-to because it lasts forever. Place to go, Goodman's Jewelers. They have the best prices, something for every budget. They have incredible quality jewelry, one-of-a-kind pieces, diamonds, engagement rings, traditional and modern styles, and you can customize your own. Something for a Badger Packer fan? Goodman's Jewelers has it. A true icon in Madison, the city's oldest full-service jewelry store. Is your family Goodman's Jewelers? You can hear her clearly, even in a barn full of cows. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. I do my best. I do my best. And welcome to a Friday morning. It's time for us to check in on ag weather. But before we do that, I want to let you know we have a few pair of tickets remaining for the American Family Insurance Championship Concert on June 9th at Breeze Stevens Field in Madison. The performers include Tyler Hubbard of Florida Georgia Line, Maddie and Tay, and Drake White. Again, the concert in Madison at Breeze Stevens Field on June 9th. I've got two more pair of tickets available to whoever wants them and can attend. All you need to do is send me your name and address on our talk text line. That's 877-301-FARM. 
301-321-3276. Text me your name and your mailing address. And uh, the first two people that get that done at 877-301-FARM will get a pair of tickets for that concert on June 9th. All right, let's talk weather. Stumach Ag Meteorologist along with us. I said you off the air. I can't remember a Memorial Weekend we were, we've had Three solid days of beautiful weather stacked on top of one another. Yep, sunshine, warm temperatures, not all that breezy, fantastic. I mean, haymaking, getting the last crops in, whatever you're working on, a very fine weekend. Then again, maybe we can just relax and enjoy as well. It's fantastic. Still cold up north, the frost advisory and freeze warning. I see Iron Mountain there at 30 today. Tomahawk, Wisconsin at 31, 34 at Rhinelander. A very chilly start in the northeast part of the state, not carrying on into the south. We have a whole lot more mild air, although I did see Mauston was down there at about 34. So uh, coolness right down that central part of the state. But a quiet day, high pressures off to the northeast. There is no precipitation to report nearby, way out in the western edge of the Dakotas, far southwest Nebraska, and the panhandles of Texas and Oklahoma. That's where it's at. A cool front's going to stay way out to the west, and we stay on with this dry, mild weather, sunshine. It all sounds great, gradually warming up. Maybe still a bit cooler today than some people might like, but we'll take care of that. It really rises right on through Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and we look for those temps to head up into the 80s by Monday and stay that way into next week. Right now, I, I mentioned some rain chance could be around toward Wednesday. It looks like it may actually hold off till around Thursday or later Thursday, so we've got a good dry spell in store. I'll have forecast details right after this. Did you know that beef and pork can be imported to the U.S. and then sold as a product of the USA? Consumers have no way to know where the meat they purchase comes from. American family farmers and ranchers produce a quality product. They should be able to label their product as truly made in the USA. Consumers deserve accurate labels, and these labels should be mandatory. Learn more at fairnessforfarmers.org. Paid for by National Farmers Union. Farming is dangerous. There's dangers all around us. We go through safety training and try and do these things to make sure accidents don't happen. You don't want to hit a gas pipe because that's your life. The other part of it is if you hit certain things, you're liable for it. Farm Safe 811 starts with you. Always call 811 and wait for any underground lines to be marked. Always keep safety in the back of your mind. Just stay humble. For more information, go to farmsafe811.org. All righty, Stu, don't forget, uh, weekend looks gorgeous. Be careful if you're going to be out there sharing the roadway with farm equipment. We still got some work to wrap up as far as hay and planting. Oh, yeah, a lot of stuff moving right now. Our Compere Financial Ag Weather Update, sunny skies on this Friday, a beautiful start to a long weekend for a lot of folks, and I expect some low 70s could top out at 74 at Madison, 76 La Crosse. East winds going to be at around 5 to 10. Overnight with clear skies, we cool it off again, low 40s, probably still in the 30s at Moston. you got to be a little cooler. East winds will be at 5. Sunny skies on Saturday, upper 70s with east winds at 5 to 10. And mostly sunny Sunday, low 80s, east winds at 5 to 10. Even Monday, Pam, will throw you out there, mostly sunny in the 80s almost everywhere. Southeast winds at 5 to 10 should be a fantastic weekend. All right. I love it. Good enough. Have, uh, have fun. Enjoy it. We'll talk to you on Tuesday. 
We'll catch you then. Be good. Yep. Stumach, our ag meteorologist, with the exact kind of weather details that you were hoping for on a Memorial weekend. I do want to remind you again, I will see you tomorrow morning for the Green County Breakfast on the Farm, the first of the June dairy celebrations. It's at the DeVoe Family Farm, just outside of Judah, between Judah and Monroe. They'll start serving at 6 a.m. I'll be introducing you to the family and other guests starting at 8.30 a.m. Go to Green County Ag Chest. .org for the directions on how to join me at the Breakfast on the Farm, Green County, tomorrow morning. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Remodeling or building out? Office Furniture Warehouse designers provide 2D renderings of your space for free including three different price performance options on ergonomically minded workspaces, making your upgrade stress-free. Name brand office furniture with warehouse pricing allows us to create better workspaces for America's workforce. Workspace choices that are simply stress-free. Visit OFWGoMadison.com or stop by the showroom on Ronald Reagan Avenue. Hi, it's Preston from Window World. Over the past 15 years, Window World has donated more than $15 million to St. Jude's Children's Hospital. We have also supported the Veterans Airlift Command with over 120 flights. We have a strong belief in giving back and want to thank everyone who has chosen Window World for their home's renovation. When you go with Window World, you're doing a lot more than remodeling. Call us today. This is Matt Gunderson, and this is Elmer, our canine cuddle ambassador, here to provide good-natured, loving, fuzzy support to further our level of personal care. Someday you might meet Elmer as we assist you with an individual life celebration. Let our family help your family. Visit GundersonFH.com, over 100 years as your hometown life celebration center. How is it that we can have smokers' lines without ever smoking? A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Smokers or lip lines can occur not only because of smoking, but other factors, such as talking, drinking from a straw, genetics, and age related fat loss. The most simple and effective treatment for this problem is a combination of dermal fillers such as Juvederm, which can smooth and fill those fine lines as well as hydrate the lips. Also, a neuromodulator such as Botox can be used in small amounts to relax those pursing muscles. At Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie, this treatment results in a natural, more youthful appearance of the mouth and often lasts a year or longer. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. Everyone dreams of that one special day. I'm not talking about a wedding day, a push present, or a big anniversary. I'm talking about a special day made just for you. Maybe you paid off the mortgage, finished a marathon, left the dork who couldn't see you for the amazing person you are. It's different for everyone, but it's a day that needs celebrating with a custom piece to bring a Mona Lisa smile to your face. William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Your inspiration, your custom jeweler. Is fatigue and lack of libido keeping you on the injured reserve list? It could be symptoms of low testosterone. After the age of 30, men begin to notice this reduction in quality of life due to natural hormonal decline. 
but there is something you can do about it. Carbon World Health offers custom design hormone replacement treatment. They'll determine if you need testosterone replacement or growth hormone therapy. Don't let low T keep you on the bench. Learn more at CarbonWorldHealth.com. Chris Collini with a dirty little secret. Growing up, we were encouraged to track mud in the house. After all, dirt has been our family business for generations. Today, we rely on more than our boots to transport our nutrient-rich soils. We have bigger trucks and better equipment if you need it delivered. Or you can simply pick it up at our awesome dirt-filled processing plant. Take it from a worm. Trust the guys who know good dirt. Kalani Topsoil. Now that's good dirt. The nightmare of working with some contractors is much like being on a bad date. They totally wreck your bathroom, swindle you out of a ton of money, then disappear into the dark of night. Swipe left. Actuate Improvement is a full-service design and remodeling company who completes the job as promised, is cost-conscious, then leaves you with a sweet thank you note. Swipe right, and let's get the conversation started with a free consultation. ActuateLLC.com. Design. Create. Actuate. They don't want you to be concerned about medical bills. That's why they offer one of the best benefits and insurance packages around. They take care of the community by providing temporary energy for local festivals and fairs. A good sign they'll also take care of you. If you're an experienced electrician that takes pride in your work and wants to join a rising reliable company with a premier benefits package, apply online at everreadyelectric.net. Hi, Robbie. Speaking of good, or maybe the lack thereof good, Green Bay Packers style, uh, OTAs, uh, they had yesterday off back at it today, and then they go dark till, what, I think the 30th for the next OTA practice. Uh, how much do we buy in? To, I'm seeing all these Jordan Love struggling, miscues, some incompletions, some interceptions uh, almost from like a Devondre Campbell as Matt LaFleur went all unscripted uh, for the second OTA. How much do we buy into this of uh, being good or bad for one Jordan Love? Oh, Three out of ten, at least, maybe a little higher um, along the way, Evo. And, and yeah, you know, I, I I was there Tuesday. It it wasn't pretty by any stretch of the imagination. If you know, if 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 that was the only time you've ever seen Jordan Love play quarterback, you'd be remarkably scared about the the season upcoming. But Uh-oh. but again, um, you know, they, they they did have an OTA Monday. Few of the guys in the locker room afterwards told me he was he was better on Monday than he than he was Tuesday. Keep in mind these variables too. I mean, it love was not sharp by any stretch uh, of the imagination, Emo. But you know, but on, on top of it, he he was running with a lot of young guys. They did they didn't have the left tackle and the left guard. Bakhtiari and Jenkins didn't show up. Um, you know, for for Tuesday's OTA along with several other. Uh, you know, high-priced veterans along the way that you would have liked to have seen there. So his, you know, the the, the group around him was incredibly young, and, and obviously that's going to be the case, you know, once we get to September. But we've talked about it on the show before. It it is going to take some time before they before he gets in sync and uh, you know totally up up to speed with the guys he's going to play with. Um, it, it was like that. Was we were talking about afterwards. It, it, it was a red zone. Um, you know, type of a day, and you know, inside the twenty, which is which is a really hard day for the offense, especially unscripted. They were they they were running a lot of things that that they hadn't practiced or hadn't, you know, even gone over in the classroom before Evo. So, 
I, you know, I, again, it, it's May. People are going to get worked up. You, you know, you're you're going to see this through training camp. You know, people, you know, Love's going to have a day or two along the way in training camp where he throws three interceptions. You know, on, on a given Wednesday, and then the world's going to going to go go crazy and freak out about it. We we saw it all last summer, guys. That you know, the defense dominated uh, the Aaron Rodgers led offense in in training camp, largely because Rodgers wasn't up to speed with his guys, and, and we all talked about, oh, this is going to be a top three, a top five defense, things like that, which wasn't the case at all. Mm-hmm. The offense ended up by the end of the season, you know, being not great, but it was, was certainly getting better. It's it's going to be a work in progress, guys. We, we, we've talked about this before, and I think Love is going to have, you know, a lot of days with, with, with some ups and downs, and, and, but but what they're going to strive for more than anything, guys, is consistency. I wouldn't freak out too much about the fact he had a he had a rough practice in May, but it obviously also wasn't you know what they want to see as a coaching staff. Rob Rashel joining us right now, Forbes.com, Conley Media, and a proud owner of many Badger helmets now, many helmets. Rob, how how sturdy are those helmets, by the way? Are they are they they got some sturdiness to them? Like they're that good plastic, like the like the ones we have here in the studio that are like the size of a softball. Yeah, you know what? I don't even have one with me right now, Evo. The kids and all their pals. Oh, you're too kind. Cool. You're too nice. Yeah, they, they, they all took them to school. But they, they certainly looked like they, you know, had uh, you know, had, had a nice level of sturdiness to them. They they were impressive. I, I, said, I said a couple of these are going in the man cave. So, oh, nice. Hell yeah. Uh, hey. yeah, yeah. You know, kudos to – I'll just say this. Kudos to Bucky, um, you know, for, for putting on an event like that. And when, when, when we left our park this morning, Evo, at probably 6.30 or something like that, there had to be 100 people running around looking for these helmets that were largely gone. I'd assume, you know, probably 90 of the 100 had been found. But, but, what, a, but what a cool concept and a nice way to build up, you know, even more momentum for the upcoming national championship season. Yeah, Rob, speaking of momentum and building things up, and uh, I, I think the guy's kind of a schlep, but I'm going to give him some kudos here. Uh, just how things were handled in 2018 and firing Mike McCarthy, uh, comments made about Aaron Rodgers, and just kind of his overall doofus demeanor. I will give kudos to one Mark Murphy, Packers president and CEO, of building up Titletown and now securing the NFL draft in Green Bay. How huge is this? Uh, for a the legacy of Mark Murphy and b I guess just Green Bay and the the Packers in Wisconsin in general. Well, yeah, I, let, let's take it a step farther, Evo. Not just Green Bay, you know, probably probably Madison, probably Milwaukee, certainly you know down to Appleton and Oshkosh and you know over to Sun Prairie and and places like that. Who needs an alarm clock when you've got the farm, babe? Pam Yonke and the Farm Report. Boy, and with this kind of beautiful weather, you want that alarm set nice and early so you can enjoy all of it. We'll see sunshine today, 74. Sunshine tomorrow and 77. Sunshine on Sunday, 81. Monday, partly sunny and 83. And then look out, starting on Tuesday, we're in the upper 80s, low 90s for most of next week. I'm Pam Yonke. Glad you're along with us. So here we are. Today is the 26th day of May. On this day back in 1997, 60 attendees were arrested at the 8th Annual Weed Fest Festival, a pro-marijuana event that was in Ferryville, Wisconsin. 60 people that were at the event got uh, tagged. And now just stop and think about how far we've come since 1997. Every state around us pretty much uh, legalizing uh, recreational marijuana, but those folks, they got tapped by the law at uh, the event back in 1997. 
On this day in 1896, the Dow Jones Industrial Average was published for the very first time. And on this day in 1923, the 24 Hours of Le Mans held for the very first time. And now you know. Hey, strawberry producers, we want you to know that with this change in weather pattern we've experienced over the past couple of days, your strawberry patches might be at risk for thrip, T-H-R-I-P. It's a super small insect that comes to us on winds from the south. Last year, it devastated many Wisconsin strawberry patches, and according to Christelle Godot, who is our University Extension fruit entomologist, she believes the recent weather patterns may have brought more thrip to the state. For the most part, they do not overwinter in Wisconsin. For the most part, the way we see them is that they come on those um, wind fronts that are coming from southern states, so those um, big winds that come from the south. And they are what is called aerial plankton. So aerial plankton is what we we use the term for insects that are migrating on those strong wind patterns. So you would have an, a cold front meeting, uh, a warm front, and then they just crash down. That's Christelle Godot. She's our University Extension fruit entomologist. She's got more information available about thrips on her website, fruit.wisc. Edu. She says there are other types of berries that should be monitored as well for thrips. And she said for you strawberry growers, make sure that you're getting deep down into the plant looking for those insects. She says that was one of the oversights that some growers made last year in detecting the pest early enough for treatment. And by the way, about the only treatment you can use to eradicate thrips is insecticide. So like I said, that's a really important part that our strawberry producers need to be aware of as of today. Well, as of today, guess what? Registration is now open for the 2023 Farm and Industry Short Course in its new location at UW River Falls. That program's been around since 1885 and will resume again October 30th through March 15th. 16 weeks of programming and again the new location at UW River Falls to make sure that those farm and industry short course students are getting that on-campus networking experience. Now UW River Falls will also be networking and collaborating with instructors from UW-Madison and UW-Platteville because this is the inaugural class for farm and industry short course at River Falls. They're going to limit enrollment to just 24 students. So please make sure if you have a young person or anybody that's interested in farm and industry short course, jump online and get registered today. We've got a story up right now at MidwestFarmReport.com right there on our farm news tab that will give you direction and more details about that first installment of farm and industry short course up at UW River Falls. All right, let's talk markets because we're going into a three-day weekend. That means they'll be idle on Monday. Barrel cheese yesterday in Chicago dropped a penny and a half to 150. 40 pound block cheese was down five and three quarter cents at 152. Double A butter, two cents lower, 241 and three quarters per pound. Now, this morning in Chicago, right now, markets are looking pretty decent with the exception of dairy. Corn for December is up seven right now, 523. November beans are up eight at 1180. July wheat, currently eight cents stronger at 612. The June milk is trading a dime lower, 1601 a hundredweight. July milk is down nine at 1655 a hundredweight, rolling into 
a Friday trade session. Like I said, don't forget, they will be idle on Monday, but they will start electronically trading again late on Monday afternoon. Next, you have that little piece of paradise where you enjoy camping, fishing, hunting, ATVing, and now all of a sudden you've got a chance to purchase it. But then you find out your bank won't touch it. Well, guess what? Compure Financial will not only help finance that raw piece of ground, they'll help you arrive at a value for that raw piece of ground. We're talking about that next. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. It's as simple as one, two, three friends buy your farm and ranch trucks from a certified agriculture dealership, get 30 grand back in farm supply savings through AgPack. That's a 60% return on a $50,000 truck. Just go to agtrucktrader.com, register for your unique AgPack ID number, good to use at any certified ag dealer in the country for as many trucks as you want, and then search the inventory of only certified ag dealers all in one spot. agtrucktrader.com Pest control? You've got a guy for that. Car repairs? You probably have a guy for that as well. For someone to custom design a unique piece of jewelry for you, or help your current pieces look sparkling fresh, that needs to be William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Affordable and local. William Thomas Custom Jewelry will help you create a desirable, one-of-a-kind piece that you'll be proud to wear for years to come. William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Your inspiration, your custom jeweler. Farming is dangerous. There's dangers all around us. We work around it and we live around it every day. And we just become desensitized to what's around us. We go through safety training and you know we try and do these things to make sure accidents don't happen, but you just never know. There are so many farmers that I think take for granted all of the underground utilities that are there. You don't want to hit a gas pipe because that's your life. The other part of it is if you hit certain things, you're liable for it. I mean, we kind of know what's out here, but all at the same time, you, you just always call. Farm Safe 811 starts with you. Whether you're installing drain tile or doing any sort of digging, always call 811 and wait for any underground lines to be marked and have the depth confirmed. That's farming with care. But if a line does get damaged, go somewhere safe and call Always keep safety in the back of your mind. Just stay humble. For more information, go to farmsafe811.org. Because we know your barn smells like money. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Hey, we're catching up with our friends from Compure Financial. Don't forget Compure Financial all across uh, Wisconsin. If you are looking for answers. They've got great resources online, compure.com. Now it'll also point you to one of the local offices that you can tap into. That's kind of how I'm finding Steve Lefute, and He is one of the loan officers in western Wisconsin that uh, is involved in a lot of conversations with people about buying land. Now, Steve, that's not something new for Compure. In fact, it's one of the real strong suits of uh, Compure's base business. But let's talk a little bit when it comes to trying to finance land versus maybe, uh, you know, something like a house or an established property. There's a couple different things that people may not realize, challenges, if you will, about trying to finance bare land. Can you explain that for them a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, first of all, just the nature of the loan for the land is going to be a little bit different. You will usually have a little bit higher down payment requirements in order to 
uh, get a loan to purchase the land. And in most cases, the interest rate's going to be a little bit higher, too. Um, as far as um, additional challenges with the land itself, if you're hopeful to build on it, um, you know, you have to be able to have a perk test that will show that, um, that, that you'll be able to drill a well properly. Obviously, you're going to need that for, for a fresh water source. So uh, if it's strictly recreational land, though, I would say really just the interest rate and uh, the down payment is the big difference. You know, one thing that I like to share with people, you get this grand idea. I'm, you know, going to buy a patch of paradise out there. There's a lot of conventional loan loan offices, banks, that won't touch that kind of transaction. Explain a little bit why they might be leery, Steve. Yeah, that's true. And um, fortunately, it's kind of to my benefit uh, to be able to do it, and I love to do it. But uh, the other banks and credit unions out there, some of them, it's it's just a little bit riskier loan for them to make, and they're they're kind of in their um, in their wheelhouse of doing cookie cutter home loans, and that's what they like to do, and that's fine. Um, but it is can be considered a, an investment property, a luxury item, and so if times get tough, um, a borrower is more likely to uh, struggle to make their payment or decide not to make their payment on this type of an item, and so. With that, some lenders out there are just going to say, you know what, we're just not going to do this type of lending. Or if we will, we're going to require very high down payments. I've heard 35% or more. Um, in contrast to Compeer and many other lenders out there, typically 15 to 20% um, if it's something they specialize in. Sure, sure. Tell me a little bit about demand for this kind of a loan, Steve. Uh, you know, uh, buying land is nothing new for anybody that's involved in agriculture. You see a piece come up for uh, sale or for auction, you get busy. But what about that segment that might not be very familiar with raw land sales? I'm wondering if you've seen any kind of pivotal changes, maybe since the pandemic. Um, I think it's it's as competitive or as busy a marketplace as ever. Um, you You have cash buyers coming in sometimes from out of state that are can be very hard to compete with, but um, even on the loan side, I think there's a lot of competition, even even as rates have gone up within the last, I guess, post-pandemic years. Um, um, there's a lot of competition, and so you've got to know kind of what the going rate is in your area, do some research, keep an eye on the market, what other properties are selling for, um, and get yourself pre-qualified by talking to a lender in advance of putting in any offers, so that way if you do put in that offer, um, the seller is going to know that you're serious and that you're capable of going through with the purchase, especially if they've got four or five other offers to consider. Yeah, right. Steve LeFew along with us. He's from Western Wisconsin, one of Compeer Financial's offices there. And you can imagine there's a lot of interest in good bare ground and especially maybe recreational land. Now, let's talk a little bit. How do you how do you evaluate those opportunities differently, Steve? You know, like you said, I'm interested. I really want that patch of of ground that I've been hunting for the past 20 years, finally got the landowner to concede. That is a tricky market. You guys are some of the best when it comes to really vetting uh, what it's worth. Tell me a little bit more about how we can kind of get that process started if I'm starting to already think about a purchase I want to have closed before hunting season this fall. One of the things I tell clients to do if they're beginning their their shopping uh, phase is you can set up alerts on websites like Realtor.com, Zillow.com, or Landwatch.com, and you can put in 
a geographical area that you want to look at, um, how many acres you want to look at, land type, um, price, and so you'll get automatic alerts into your email inbox in the morning that show you that these types of properties that you're interested in have hit the market um, right away. And mm -hmm. so that way you get a sense of really what the fair kind of price is per acre in your area based on the type of land you're looking for. Another thing is you can, of course, uh, ask your lender, you know, your local lender in your area, what, what their idea is on, on a fair price and, and a fair offer, or, of course, a real estate agent. Um, and they may give you a, a little bit of a leg up, too, because sometimes they'll know about land hitting the market before it actually does. Yeah, and some of those sites you can even see or get a sense on how much interest is there by the number of people that have viewed the site. I get you there for sure. Let's talk yep. a little bit more about getting a fair deal. That, that is really a subjective phrase. And the, part of the reason I say that, Steve, is like anything, it's all about demand. If it's good farmland and it's right next to my existing farm, my value of that property may be slightly different than somebody from outside the area. Do you get the same sense when it comes to this recreation land where people want to go hunting, they want to ride the ATVs, maybe in the long term they're thinking about a cabin or something like that? It, is it... You know, how much do we have to tap the brakes on our personal attachment to something versus the actual appraisal value? And what do we do if we get snagged up in a low appraisal? Yeah, really good question. And we see that happen in uh, in real time all over the place. We see maybe a typical price is $6,000 per acre, but this piece of land might be the dream piece of land for somebody. And so maybe they're willing to pay 7000 or more per acre. And um, so you have to be careful. Be, do your research. Know what the right price is for the area to start with. Um, but um, on a Wisconsin offer to purchase land form, uh, the official form that's used to make an offer, um, on the bottom of page 7, there's something called appraisal contingency. All you have to do is check that box when you're putting in your offer. And what happens is uh, if the appraisal comes in lower than what you offered, this gives you a chance to renegotiate with the seller or potentially walk away from the deal if it turns out that the property is worth a lot less than what you, what you offered. Now, if, if you're willing to pay much more than appraised value, you're probably going to have to make up the difference with cash. Um, so you have that option, but by doing a, an appraisal contingency, you're at least protecting yourself. Yeah, very good point. Again, Steve LeFew along with us from the Mondovi office for Compure Financial. We're talking about recreational land. Uh, land itself is uh, kind of something you got to be careful on. It can come with big price tags. That recreational land, very uh, sought after, especially in Wisconsin. So how long does this all take, Steve? I mean, if I'm just uh, just getting started in the process, what are practical expectations when it comes for uh, purchasing recreational land, kind of from beginning to end. Coach me up. Well, it really can vary. I mean, there's people who are shopping for years, just depending on how selective they are um, and their budget. Um, but once you are um, pre-qualified and you have an accepted offer, we can do this loan process pretty quickly. Now, overall, it's pretty similar to a home mortgage process, which is usually 30 to 45 days. Um, but it definitely can be less uh, if a lot of times on a land, rec land deal, we can do something called a desk appraisal. That takes one to two weeks, uh, whereas a regular appraisal can take three to four or maybe even more weeks. And so 
Um, sometimes you'll do a land deal in well under a month. I believe my quickest turnaround on a land purchase was about two weeks. Um, so as far as what's all involved, you'll do an application. You'll send in your financial documents, your tax returns, pay stubs, bank statements, all of that good stuff. Uh, your loan officer will send you up for approval. Once approved, maybe there's a couple of conditions of approval, more information the lender is looking for. Um, you take care of that, get an appraisal ordered, get the title work done. Um, when everything is finished, all the conditions are clear, we send it up for a final approval, send the client a closing disclosure. The client needs to review that closing disclosure, and about three days later, at the earliest, we can go ahead and do the closing. Excellent. You know, the other thing I'm kind of curious about, maybe we should be clear, terms on these loans. Uh, is this uh, the situation where I can get a 15-year fixed, 30-year fixed, or do you guys usually try to push people or send people in a little different direction on this recreational land? Um, a lot of lenders are going to have different attitudes of what they will offer for rec land. Sometimes they're not willing to go more than 10 right. or 15 years on it, right. but um, this kind of is one area where Compeer and our, our similar organizations within the farm credit system stand out. We are very willing uh, to offer up to a 30-year fixed loan for rec land um, with 20% down. Mm -hmm. And so there's no prepayment penalty, I tell people, and the rates really don't differ in the current environment too much versus a shorter-term fixed-rate loan. So I tell the clients, if you want to take the 30-year loan, at least you have the flexibility Mm -hmm. um, in a tighter month to make a lower payment. But uh, when times are better, go ahead and throw more at it, pay extra to the principal, and probably pay it off in a lot less than 30 years. Yeah, it gives you a lot of options, that's for sure. Steve LeFew along with us. He's one of our ag lenders with Compure Financial, Western Wisconsin, in their Mondovi office. Just talking a little bit about some of the details you might have maybe never thought about when it comes to purchasing that recreation land. We know a lot of folks love to have deer camp or maybe you want a place where they can pull the camper for the kids, whatever the case may be. Compure Financial, you may find, is one of your most competitive partners when it comes to not only seeking those tracks out, having a good competitive bid when it comes to purchase and great terms after the fact. Steve LaFew, again, just one of the qualified lenders that can talk to you about purchasing land, any kind of land, here in the state of Wisconsin. Want to find an office near you? Of course, go to Compeer.com. They've also got great resources there that can maybe answer even more questions for you about those land purchases. That face-to-face -face conversation also available at Compeer.com. Find an office near you. Steve LeFew along with us. He is 